Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer today on Wednesday, September 8th. So glad to have you along. My name is Tom Short, and uh, I'm glad you're here with me to get into the Word of God, to pray over it, and to allow God's Word to change us. Quick update on, on my first day on campus yesterday. I know people were wondering and people were praying, and I really appreciate all the comments I got and emails of people who said they'd be praying because it is a, a, a challenge to go out there and preach the gospel publicly. It was a rather slow day. The campus was kind of um, still kind of empty. I would assume, I'm going to guess over half the people where I went yesterday at Columbus State are still doing online classes. The only kind of um, uh, big moment in terms of generating a lot of people was when a fella came by and uh, was quite upset that I was not wearing a mask and wanted to make a big deal about all that. Of course, I realized he was the only person on campus I saw wearing a mask yesterday. And so it wasn't just me. I think he had other problems. And I th- he was the only guy on camp, only person on campus I saw wearing a dress yesterday as well. Might clue you into some of his other issues that may have been going on in his mind. Uh, but besides that, I had a wonderful time speaking to an ex-Marine who has been thinking a lot about these things, confessed that he was on the verge of taking his life recently, and, um, and yet now has been thinking a lot about God. Saddest thing he told me was that when he was in the military, the pressure to not believe in God, the pressure of the war serving, he served in Afghanistan, but he said nobody else around seemed to believe either. Oh my goodness, my friends. I've always thought of our military as being people with some care, with good character and a fear of God. And if that's lost, hopefully it was just his unit. Because if that's lost in our modern military, my goodness, would that how sad that would be if these you hear the phrase, there are no atheists in foxholes, and people's lives are on the line, you know, would be believers in God. And so sadly, I sure hope that his experience of no one around him believing in God was very limited and not widespread. But we had a great conversation. He's going to begin reading the Bible and may come to church. And uh, he and his wife, very, very interested. They've been talking about spiritual matters lately. It was a divine appointment. I thank you for your prayers. A rather slow day for me, but that conversation made it worthwhile. Okay, on to today's daily word and prayer. How can you tell if something's really valuable? Well, there's there's a number of things that would make something valuable, but one thing is, does it last? How long does it last? That's why you know something like if you were going to buy a car and you thought the car was going to break down in three months, you wouldn't want to spend a lot of money for it. If you thought that car was going to last you 20 years, you would pay a premium price for it. The same with other purchases that we make. If it's a one-time thing, eh, not as much. If it's going to be something last over and over and have lasting value, yes. Likewise with investments. You know, good investors think in terms of the long term. They have goals, and they want to reach those goals, and they realize that there's the noise of the market, the ups and downs of the market, but they ask themselves, where will I be in the long run? That's where people are winners. And it's like that in anything in life, is it not? In a football game, it's not really, you, you want to have victories, you know, you want to get that first down, you want to get that touchdown, but what matters is the score at the end of the game. And wise coaches, uh, they, they 
they plan the game so that they realize that there's going to be a first quarter, a second, a third, and a fourth, and they want to have that momentum, and they want to be winning and ahead at the fourth quarter, at the end of the game. Well, likewise with life. Wise people realize what will last forever. And one thing that will last forever is the Word of God. In Scripture, actually, it says three things will last forever. You're going to last forever. God's going to last forever. And the Word of God will last forever. Those are the three things that are precious, that are valuable, that are lasting. Our verses for the day, Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God, the word of God lasts forever, endures forever. It is eternal. The second verse for the day, Matthew 24, and verse 35, Jesus says, Heaven and earth will pass away. My words will never pass away. Of course, he's telling us there, his words are the words of God. It's a great verse there on the, on the, uh, on, on the deity of Christ, and his words are the words of God. My friends, books come and go. Bestsellers, books that you just had to read, books that everybody was talking about 20 years ago, Sometimes you don't even know what they are anymore. Go check out the Amazon. You can do this online. Google the best-selling books and set a date, say 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And you'll probably see books on there that you thought, oh, I've got to read this. This has the secret. This is the key. It can be this way in the Christian world or the secular world, the business world, the uh, uh, novels, whatever. You know, the, the thing that's got the buzz everybody's talking about. But they come and they go. And they may offer some great pieces of wisdom, advice, insight, entertainment. But they come and they go. God's word is eternal. The Bible just seems to be growing in strength through the years. Now, in America, there's a lot of people debunking it, no doubt about it. But worldwide, more people are reading the Bible now than ever. I say that again. More people are reading the Bible now than ever because they find in the Bible timeless eternal truths. I remember when I first started reading the Bible way back in 1972, and I, I, this wasn't a conscious thought, but it was, there was, this was in my mind. It seemed like this was just written. It seemed like this was relating to me right where I am today, and it, it struck me, I, I don't know, I'd kept reading for a while, and it struck me one day, this was written 2,000 years ago. You would think that humans have changed. You would think our needs have changed. You would think that what matters has changed, and it hasn't. The things Jesus said, the things that were written in the Gospels where I was reading at the time, were just as relevant, just as alive to, today to some high school kid in the 1970s as they were when the Son of God spoke them way back at the, you know, in 30 A.D., the Bible is always relevant. We don't need to connect it to the latest movie or fad or something of this nature. The Bible is relevant because it's, it speaks eternal truths to the true needs of humanity. People have not changed in the last, well, 6,000 years. We still get lonely. We still have struggles with bad habits. We still have relational difficulties. We still want a meaning and purpose in life. We want to understand and know, why am I here? 
What's my life supposed to be about? We still seek to worship and to find ultimately God. We still want to love and be loved. We want to do what's right. We struggle with why do we do what's wrong? These are the questions that humans faced back right after they came out of the Garden of Eden. They were facing the days of Jesus and they're facing today. The Bible is relevant. And by the way, the truths found in the Bible, the promises found in the Bible, they'll be relevant way, way, way into eternity. Books come and go. Man's wisdom comes and goes. But the Word of God prevails. It lasts. It is eternal. That's why we build our lives on the Word of God. That's why we, we, we get into it. The one thing that makes it, you know, we're surrounded by information that you got to know now. There's stuff in the news that, boy, you got to know. If you're like me, you check the internet and the news more than once a day. And it's like, wow, what's happening now? What, what did Biden just say? Did he make another gaffe? Are they getting out of Afghanistan? How's, the, how's this plan going? What, what happened here? How about that abortion bill? On and on and on and on we go. Things that seem critical. And yet, sometimes I think the things that we just had to know about the things that when we woke up, we wanted to check and what happened overnight that seemed so important one week ago. Ask yourself, do you remember what they were today? Or one month ago, do you remember what they were today? So my friends, just like that wise investor who doesn't get distracted by the noise of the market day by day, but he's got that long-term perspective of building his wealth through his investments. Let's you and I be people who don't get too distracted by the noise of our day. Not irrelevant, but the noise of our day that can distract us and pull us away from the timeless, eternal, life-changing truths of the Bible. We need to stand, stand, step back and see the big picture. See those events of our day in light of the bigger picture of God's Word. Understand it. Get our nose, nose back. See the big picture, right? And understand truth, understand our world, understand our life, understand our, our situations in light of the timeless, eternal truths of God. Eternity is a long time. You build the scripture and the truths into your life, they'll last forever. Heaven and earth will pass away. God's, God's word will never pass away. The grass withers, the flower fades. All the glory of the grass, all the glory of, the, all the glory of man. It's like that grass that withers and fades, but the word of God lasts forever. You and I were made to live for eternity. You and I were made to reign for eternity. This world is such a small, small, small time compared to eternity and forever. And that's what we live for. Father in heaven, we bless you today that you have made us eternal people. You have given us eternal life. Your word gives us eternal truths. Lord, we confess that even with that, we live in time and we, we have things seem urgent and important all around us all the time that vie for our attention. And I, know, I pray, Lord, we be faithful with the things right in front of us, faithful with our lives, faithful with the 
the day, faithful with the responsibilities right in front of us that we do have to do each day. But help us, Father, also to be wise people, wise enough to step back and to see the big pictures of life, to understand the eternal truths of who you are, of your word, of your son, of your kingdom. We thank you, Father, you're building a kingdom that will never fail. Your son, Jesus, is going to be king. He is king now. He's the ruler of the kings of the earth, and he will be such forever and ever. We thank you, Jesus, again, that we have eternal life and will be with you forever in heaven. Help us to remember, Lord, that this earth's trials, difficulties, and challenges are so fleeting compared to the eternal eternal life you've called us. Momentary light afflictions are producing for us an eternal weight of glory. We thank you that we, Lord, Lord we confess to you, it is so easy to be distracted by the, the noise, the information that we're just bombarded with it, Lord. It's all around us. It's just constantly hitting us. Things that are going to be different by tonight than they are this morning. Things that are going to be changed in 24 hours that uh, seem critical now will be old news by tomorrow. And I pray, Father, help us to be wise people, wise people who keep a perspective the right perspective on life, the right perspective on our situations, the right perspective on our finances, on our health, on our relationships, and our walk with you. Help us, Father, to be people who live for eternity and understand this is our calling. We bless you today. Fill us with your spirit. Today, Lord, help us to rise above every challenge and be filled with the joy of the Lord, our strength. And we pray this in Jesus' name, and for your glory. Amen. 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 So, hey, thanks for joining with me. I, I'm glad to have you along every day. We come here every day, and we get in the Word of God. Very simple time. doesn't take long, but we encourage one another. I hope you're encouraged, inspired, built up. I get so many emails from people who are, and so I'm, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you're joining me. Make sure and tell others about it. If you're new today, welcome. Make sure you hit the subscribe and that notify button so you can always know when we're going live. You have a blessed day. Walk with the Lord. Experience his victory for yourself. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.